sat down had a cute yeah. conversation yeah well probably like yeah maybe two weeks three weeks we had a too week. long too long <laughs> a week too two weeks too long but we've we've been through quite a bit yeah um we've had some battles we've had some victories and we've had a lot of sleep yeah and some people have a tan now and have i've had a lot of sun <laughs> and rum yes <laughs> and, and rum. tequila <laughs> The dream, the dream. <laughs> well, let's just talk about it. Let's just jump right in. How was your break? Um, my break was excellent. <laughs> I flew- you deserved it. You had like... Yeah. We can we get into that after. We'll go back to that. Yeah. Um, I flew home first on Christmas Day, Christmas morning. Got to see my family. Um, and that was really nice. We did our little presents, Christmas. What'd you get? Um, I got... A new unitard from Outdoor Voices that I'm excited to rock. And then I got the Ugg slippers that everyone wants. My mom somehow found them. Are they, like, on back order or something? Yeah, they're, like, sold out everywhere. Oh. And the um, platform ones are even harder to get. Um, some guy was like, yeah, you can see those next year. <laughs> but it's fine because, like, the platform ones I have a risk of twisting my ankle in. <laughs> so I just don't even want to bother. Anything that's remotely a challenge for your feet, you're like... Yeah, I, like... It's I, a risk. I go through enough challenges on the daily basis <laughs> and don't need to add anymore. Um, and then what else did We're I We're like toddlers, like we highlight. need like little like padding things on the corners of our tables and chairs. Yeah, that we don't have literally. Um, oh yeah, and then the other thing that I was really excited about was the Revlon hair drying brush. Oh. So yeah, I was excited about that. Um, and then we had like Christmas dinner and I got to meet up with some friends in um, the Indianapolis area that I don't normally get to see. Had a girl sleep overnight, which was really fun. And then Friday morning, so a week from yesterday, I, um, what day is it today? Yesterday was not Friday. Yesterday was Saturday. It's Sunday right now when we're recording. I totally just thought it was Saturday. A week from this past Friday, I flew out to the Cayman Islands and met up with my boyfriend and um, some of our best friends. And um, I had to fly there by myself, which I was kind of nervous about because I've never flown out of the country by myself. Um, and I had to go through immigration and customs. And I saw Emily Ratajkowski <laughs> in the line for immigration, which is kind of cool. And I was like, 
Wow, it's so glamorous here. When we got off the plane, they were, like, playing music, like, tropical music. You, <laughs> in like, the airport? Yeah, outside, because you walked on the stage, and you just go outside right away. Oh, my god! And it smelled so good, and I was like, oh. Um, was Zach there with open arms? Well, so I took a cab, so I had to get a cab to them. He didn't oh, come and pick me okay. up, which, not really his fault. It was really hard to get cars there. Okay. So they have, like, all these shuttles, and he he's, like... In the middle, he's like, "Yeah, like I'm, I'm out snorkeling, so like, just, just text me." I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, you need to be by your phone. I'm in another country. I don't know what is going on. I don't know how to get where I'm going. I like, hate that. This is, I'm on an island. Like, and he's like, "Okay, I'll wait by my phone." So, um, I with bated breath, like, yeah, <laughs> just stay by your cell phone. I find the lady that like. Um, tells you which cab to go in for which direction you're going and I tell her I'm going to the Maritz resort and she goes oh okay will you take her to the Maritz so this guy it's like a white van and he's like yeah I'll take you to the Maritz I literally I turn around no one else is following me no one else is going to the Maritz it's just me in this van and I'm like <laughs> oh my god this is how you get sex trafficked <laughs> so I like get in my in the car and I like route it on my phone to follow along mm-hmm. um and he's sitting on the other side of the... He hops in and I'm like, oh, is someone else driving? And I'm like, wait, the steering wheel's on the other side. It was one of the countries where you drive on the other side oh, of the road. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got there fine. And Zach and our friends were like waiting for me with hugs. Took a tequila shot, went to the pool bar. <laughs> and it was just so nice. Um, I would say some of the highlights were New Year's Eve was a super fun party. And also... We just did a lot of snorkeling, caught some fish and lobster. And yeah, we went to um, this place called Stingray City and I fed a stingray and it sucked my finger in and bit me. But other than that, the stingrays are really sweet. They like aren't aggressive unless you threaten them. Mm-hmm. So I tried really hard not to threaten any of them. <laughs> but Zach literally scooped one up and was holding it and it was It was mind-boggling. Like, I will never forget that moment of, like, the stingray. Like, it almost looks like it has, like, a horse-like face. The bottom? With a little smiley face? Yeah, and it's, like, just, like, taking these huge breaths out of its, like, uh, little spout whole things on its cheeks. And and I also kissed one for good luck for seven years. So. It's only worse for seven years. You have to go back and renew your good luck. Yeah, I'm like, well, I would love to go back. And that was one of the most amazing things, though. That's a good I've way to. ever done. That's a good way to hold Zach accountable to, like, another vacation. Be like, we have to come back to the Cayman Yeah, Islands. because my, my good luck's about to run out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They would, like, smell the, ch- like, the um, squid we were holding. And these other people that were standing by us. Because we're on a sandbar. So Is that we- what they eat? Uh, yeah, that's what we fed them. So we fed them, like, little pieces of squid. So it's, like, the calamari that you eat. Like, that's what I was feeding them without being cooked, basically. Okay. But, um... I, for some reason, thought stingrays would eat, like, seaweed or something. Thought they'd be, like... No, they eat little squid. And so we take this boat out to um, a sandbar, and we're, we're standing on it. And then, like, the water's probably little... Like, almost up to my boobs. And it's, like, really wavy. And they're, like, you have to keep your feet on the ground because the most... The biggest chance you have of getting stung is stepping on their tails. Mm-hmm. So you have to do the stingray shuffle where you shuffle yeah. your feet in the sand. Move but the waves were lifting me. And I'm like, I was trying to see your little feet. No, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 no. And they're, like, swimming in between my legs. Like, 
all over, like all over. So the whole time you're just like panicking and like trying to run in place. But then I was like, oh, okay, I'm like not too scared of them until that one sucked my finger in and I was like, okay, I'm ready to go back to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun for now, but yeah. So, and the other fun part was like, we would do like line dancing. Some kid <gasps> from um, the South was there and taught us some line dances. Just like somebody on vacation? Yeah. Oh. So he was there and like apparently in the South, they learn line dances in, in school. school. Yeah. I'm like, why doesn't everyone teach that? I That's don't know. so fun. Why? Let's bring, okay. Why is nobody talking about this? Let's bring, like, line dancing, traditional dancing, mm-hmm. ballroom dancing back to schools. It should be Swing feet. dancing. Nobody wants to run a mile. Nobody yeah. wants to be timed and run well, there, a mile. Well, it can and... be a section. Like, we, I had a bowling section. There's tennis. There's pickleball. Have a dance. Like, some real dances you can use. Yeah. When you go out with friends. Instead of just the bump and grind. Yeah. Like, but, like I feel like that's also why, like, most straight men... I'm going to make this claim. Most straight men feel terribly awkward at the club. Yeah, and they do, like, the most awkward, like, dances. Yeah, it's 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 quite sad. Yeah, it is I, sad. I always want to And a lot of them. girls do, too. Like, unless you're, like, if you're not a dancer. I've just heard this phrase too much. I don't dance. What do you mean you don't <laughs> dance? Everybody dances. All you have to do is, like, kind of wiggle. That's it. That's yeah. dancing. And, like, I mean, there's no there's no reason to be embarrassed. It's just, like... Yeah. It's not taught in school. But then if you can just do a line dance and, like, everyone... It's just, like, steps and then, like, you do... So... Also, if you whip that out anywhere you go, you know you're about to be, like, the center of attention in the best way. Yeah. And people start joining in. Like, my friend Kaylin, <laughs> she's... Once she got them down, she'd be like, okay, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, step, touch, step, touch. And uh, people were joining in and, like, like learning it from her. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cute because other than, like, the Cupid Shuffle... Which, like, is a crowd hit because it tells you what to do. What about the Cotton Eye Joe? You know that one? <sighs> um, is that the one where you, like, do the top? You would do your foot down, Heel up, front, down. Yeah, front, I learned that front, one. Back, 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 back side, side, top, side, top. top. Then it's, like, step, great fun. Yeah, and I was doing a clap. Yeah, yeah. We, like, sped it up to this one, and we were going really fast, and these people were like, oh, those people are swing dancing. We're like, uh, we're like, yeah. This, my friend, is called, like, Hot Nod Joe. Do you, know, do you know the hustle? I don't think, I would have to see it. I don't think I know it's from, it. It's a, it's a 70s one, but my friend Jilly Snow taught it to me, like, forever ago. Mm-hmm. And then I remember at my friend Cassidy's wedding, shout out to Cassidy, uh, I think she left at this point. Like her and her husband were like they, were they had their send off. So mm-hmm. I was I for pers- for some reason felt personally responsible for the dancing and the crowd. I took over the playlist and I started playing. <laughs> I played the sh- the sorry the shuffle the um oh my god I thought you caught it the, the sh- hustle the hustle. hustle wow I forgot what Rhymes. I was saying the hustle to everybody uh-huh. and it was like her grandparents like her cousins or whatever and it was a lot of those like young teenage boys who were like i don't know what i'm doing but as yeah. soon as like you teach them something they get into it yes because dancing is for everybody come on yeah hashtag dancing is for everyone yeah. learn a line dance all right pass it on public schools put this in okay but how was your break it was good it was like very needed i um I got home in Southern California, immediately went straight from LAX to In-N-Out, scarfed down <laughs> my um, double-double. My sister said that, well, because I was talking to my sister, I was feeling her random, whatever, in my life. And as soon as, like, we got the burger in the car, she's like, you were 
you didn't breathe for two minutes because I just like inhaled my food. I got a double double. I like it protein style, which may seem like a psychopath move, but what it's is that it's just lettuce. Oh, okay. But for I don't for some reason I'm not into the buns. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like the In and Out buns. They're... I don't think they're that great. No. Which now that I'm thinking about it, I mean I'm not like I'm obviously a West Coast girl and like will always choose In and Out. But that Shake Shack. Oh my gosh, I was about to say, but Shake Shack. The one we had, what was it? I got like a, a yeah. regular burger with this, yeah, with a mushroom with cheese inside of it. Mm. And I'm lactose intolerant, but I made the jump. I was like, I don't care. I need this in my life right now. Anyway, that was phenomenal. And I yeah. liked, I appreciate the buns, but it's different to me. The buns are like softer um, at Shake Shack. And bigger. Mm. Like in and out is more, I feel like, I don't know. Not exactly it. I like In N Out, but I I will choose Shake Shack. Shake Shack is my favorite burger um, place. That's not like a restaurant. That's like to go. Yeah. You know, and I get um, cheese fries. But cheese fries is my favorite. Cheese fries are my favorite food. Just in have general. you had the In N Out animal style fries? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I like the animal style fries too, but like I know something it's not about the same. a classic cheese fry. Yeah, but that's that's how I feel about In and Out. Like I'm like yeah. it's like classic to me, so it's like homey, you know. Yeah, I think for me, it's like the cheese fries is homey also because in Chicago they're a big thing, and mm-hmm. I would go to like Portillo's, which is a huge Midwestern Chicago. Um, it's like beef sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Oh, beef sandwich, and then like the cheese fries were so good there, and the cheese comes on the. I hate when the cheese is on the side. Like, this is cheese with a side of fries. What? I want the cheese on the fries, you know? And a lot of, some places, that's, they'll just, like, give you fries and, like, a side of cheese. The way you just said on, for some reason, was on, 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 was on the fries. Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese fries. Cheese on, on the fries. Midwest is showing. <laughs> Careful. I'm just kidding, though. <laughs> I got cheese fries on vacation because I was like, oh, did you see they have cheese fries on the menu? And Zach's like, we have to get you them before you go. Like, with that is your thing. And I was just sitting in the sun eating them on the last day, like, so happy. <laughs> oh, I'm happy for you. I'm happy you got all that you needed for that break. Yeah, it was, I feel very refreshed. Good. I feel the same. After we got in and out, went home, saw my family, spent, yeah. a, like, a lot of good family time with them. That's good. Um, I ended up getting a little cold. Well, okay, in addition to this, I saw a bunch of my friends. I saw my mm-hmm. friend Andrew, Camille, shout out to both of y'all. Aww. Saw my fr- a bunch of my friends from BPOC, Ballet Project OC, shout out to did you, you take, guys. Did you take class there? I did, took nice. class. Um, but yeah, I just like caught up with a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. and my high school friends. Oh, wow. Which was nice. And they're going to come visit me um, for our February show, mm-hmm. which I'm choreographing for, which we'll get into. Uh... But, yeah, it was good to see everybody. And then, like, day two or three, I started getting, like, a little bit of, like, a, a tickle in my throat. Took a COVID, COVID test. test. Not COVID. Um, just, like, I think it was just, like, a cold. cold. But I I was, like, one day I was with my mom when we got lunch. And it was, like, 4 p.m. And after I had this amazing chicken soup, I, like, started. It, like, hit me like a, like a bus. I was, like, okay, I'm done. I'm down. Yeah. Like, I just needed, like, a full day of rest. It was really two full days of rest. But mm-hmm. had I have not had that cold, I don't think I would have taken that much rest. I don't think I would have gotten yeah. the rest that I needed. So I think it, it really needed to happen. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. You're, she's very go, go, go. Yeah. And then I fill my time with my friends because mm-hmm. I have, I mean, it's, a, it's my hometown. I yeah. My buddies. We also made raviolis. 
Ooh, my family tradition of making I love that. raviolis made about 200. Oh my god. I think that was, I'm not sure exactly, honestly, but my sister and I were the main producers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a, it's a family tradition. We make um, a veal pork mix with spinach. So yeah, it's it's been in the family for years. My grandma used to make it, or my great grandma, excuse me, used to make it in like her basement for my grandpa when he was really little. So we try to keep that up over Christmas. Um, besides that, also I also went to the um, Rose Bowl. No way. Yes. I, I talked about this on the podcast. So no, 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 no. You said that oh, the, they were doing well, right. but we weren't, they hadn't made it to the Rose Bowl right, yet. Right. I, I did see you were at a game. Yeah. But I was like scrolling, like I, I didn't really like look into what was going on. Mm-hmm. I was like, Juliana never goes to games. Yeah, well, I haven't been to a game since freshman year of college. Wow, yeah. And I like, because ha- I was talking to my friend Amy, who went mm-hmm. with me, and uh, she also went to the U. And she's like, well, we were never able to go because our performances were always at the same time. Oh, our fall and winter yeah. shows. So past freshman year, I guess I just made it work freshman year, and I was too tired after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't gone to any games, which is a shame. But I did go to That's like. That's so cool. You went to the Rose Bowl though. It was really cool. We performed very poorly. <laughs> it was not a pretty game. Um, uh, it was really cool to be at the Rose Bowl because it's like historic. Mm-hmm. It's the granddaddy of mall, as mm-hmm. they say, and. I don't know, just to be among that many fans is really exciting. Yeah. You get to, like, bond that with... That energy. Yeah, whoever's mm. in the, sta- the the stadium with you. Yeah. And my dad was there, my friend, my mom was there. So it was, it was a fun, like, family bonding, plus yeah. my friend Amy experience. Um, yeah. But, man, oh, man. It was, Those it was must a, have been pricey to go to the Rose Bowl. They weren't. I mean, really? it wasn't... I mean, it was, like, a hundred and something oh, okay. per ticket. But yeah. we purchased three... Uh-huh. And they gave us a fourth one for free. So, it, it, yeah. Yeah, my that's crazy because I remember the Michigan-Purdue game that happened in the Colts Stadium. Like, my family went, and it was, like, for all of them, like, 1,000-plus. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Like, and that's not even a bowl wasn't. game. Like, so yeah. I would have assumed the bowl games were very expensive. But maybe there's just, like, for the size of the school and, like, the size of the stadium, they mm-hmm. – University of Utah isn't a super big school, right? It's a pretty big university. Oh, it is? I mean, I don't think football is as... Imp- I don't know. I don't know the answer. I yeah, don't know why I don't I'm going to say anything either. on this. We're ballerinas. Let us football. know. Let us know if you know why. <laughs> I don't know. Our audience? Are you kidding? <laughs> Ballet dancers? You never know. Um, I think maybe more of like our college friends might know, but... yeah. Um, not to say that ballet dancers cannot be football fans. That is not what I'm saying. But yeah, um, we wouldn't have gone if it wasn't like affordable. But uh, it was fun. Um, we had some. The f- it was like crazy because it got like it was like human traffic, like not human trafficking, but like oh, I was like oh that shit, was a terrible <laughs> word. That was a, a poor word choice. But um, like it was like gridlocked. Yeah. I went out for one second just to get like a bowl of food for seventeen dollars because yep. like Disneyland prices there. Yep. And I, like, couldn't move. I literally had my food That's in my scary. hand, and I could not move. And I was like, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, there's no way, there's no room to, like, sneak around. And then they had to stop traffic to let the band in. Oh, gosh. So the, the band is crossing. I missed a call. I didn't know my the, – the data service uh-huh. was, was jammed because yeah, there were so many people there. Too many people. It was a little hectic, but at the same time, it was, like – it's just – it's 
a rare experience where you get to see that many people like yeah in person school. and you know what people New person, so. school spirit yeah i was feeling very proud we our quarterback went down in the third quarter which was sad Aww. yeah and then it just wasn't it wasn't the that. same after that <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the same um but yeah besides football which uh this is a football stand podcast. I know. I actually watched like three games on New Year's Eve. I know. I know. Wow. Oh, well, New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's a huge game day. Yeah. But like me watching three yeah. games. I got really into Did it. Did you my- watch the Michigan game? Of course. My mom yeah. went to Michigan. I was watching it in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> you were? Because my boyfriend is a yeah. huge football. Like, if I ever think we're going to get away with, like, not watching big games, no matter where we are, like, there's a way. <laughs> there's a <laughs> where way. Where there's a will, where there's Zach, there's um, a way. Yeah, but my dad's also a Michigan alumni, so. No way. Yeah, he did his graduate um, program there. So, my family's, like, big Michigan fans. But it was it was a sad, sad ending. Who did they play again? I forget. Um, TCU. Yes, they played TCU, and I think that a lot of the Michigan fans were thinking that that game wasn't going to be like they're Nobody pretty expected sure. TCU to make yeah, it they that thought far. we were going to win. Um, but we thought we were going to win, and then yeah. Penn State played really well. Well, oh, I hate Penn State. <laughs> I will say Penn State. If anybody from Penn State is listening, Corinne, uh, <laughs> the their fans were extremely well Aggressive? organized. Oh. No, they weren't. I wouldn't say aggressive. I mean, they were like, it was a quarter of the stadium was was them, mm-hmm. and the rest of it was Utah, because it's right on the West Coast, so yeah. it's, like, it's way more accessible. But uh, they were like throwing people up and down <laughs> on their side of the stadium <laughs> to the like, music. Yeah, they had like several like routines lined up. Well, those people you know chants. are the diehards that they traveled all the way to California. But they were like very well organized, and us, mm-hmm. it was like. Like, you could hear, like, the echo from the other side of the stadium. It was like, let's, 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 let's go, go, go. Utah, fight, fight. But, like, I, it was just, it was funny because, like, everybody had so much spirit. Like, we were yeah. so excited to be there because it's, I mean, it's been a great season for Utah. Um, but we were not as organized as Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, That's okay. From, like, a choreographic perspective, <laughs> we were not there. We were the lacking. Musicality, it was behind. The musicality, we were just, like, not on the same. We were not hearing the music the same way. <laughs> it was happening. Um, but, yeah, besides the game, more time with the family, with my grandparents. Lots of, like, kitty cat snuggle time, which Aww. is my, like, therapy. So, um, yeah, went to the beach. It was raining. Most so, like, it wasn't, time. like, a lot of sun time. But yeah. I binged. Emily in Paris? Oh, I haven't watched the third season yet. I started like 10, 10 minutes in. I feel like you watch that show just to watch. Yeah, it's just like. I also like. Because I watched the first season and like I know the characters. I mean, I've seen the second one too. I, it's not a great show, but I'm like, oh, the next season came out. Well, I have to watch. Like, <laughs> it's not even like. Yeah. I feel like the first season was better than the second season. Definitely. And it's so cheesy, but like. The third season, I mean, it's along the same lines but it's still i don't know i i do love the clothes and like it's it's sex in the city but yeah it's like a continued kind of thing yeah oh um, different for my mom says she loves to hear like when we clink our wine glasses so this one's for you mom <laughs> the sound of my my trader joe's sparkling line. water yes yes um took a little coordinated sip there Ah, but Feeling refreshed. <laughs> Trader Joe's. <laughs> Insert Trader Joe's ad here. Uh, 
<clears throat> but yeah, besides that, it was really nice. I'm happy to be back. Um, we're kind in of gearing up for <laughs> yeah, back on in the other ocean. What, what's California? The Golden the, State. The Sunshine State or the Golden State? Oh, I don't know. I think it's. I thought it was the Sunshine. Sunshine. State. I know I get confused with um, Florida. Anyway, if anybody can. It's help the us Golden out on State, that. California, or Golden Florida State. is the sun's. Sun- I can't say the word sunshine. Sunshine. <laughs> it's the sunshine state. <laughs> and this state is the ocean the state. ocean state, which is, I don't know, it's funny because there's so many other states that are connected to the ocean, but Rhode Island is, like, but the it's, tiniest. But Rhode Island, really, like, when you look at it on a map, it is surrounded by, like, ocean. ocean. I mean, it's supposed to be an island. I don't know how it's supposed to be an island because it's not an island somehow. Somebody else fact check us and figure yeah. it out for us <clears throat> and comment in our DMs. <laughs> or not. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be back. Nutcracker was intense, but I'm excited for... Not intense bad. It was just a lot. A lot of things happened. Would you like to share your experience with Nutcracker? Sure, yeah. Um, so when we were recording the last podcast, we were talking to our special guest... Midway through, I was like, oh, God, I'm starting to not feel good. Like, I think I'm just really tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to bed. That day, I was like, oh, no, I think I might, like, be getting sick. Woke up the next morning. felt – that night, was feeling feverish. Woke up the next morning, took a COVID test. It wasn't COVID. So no, wait, let's explain the next morning because the next morning was insane. I got to the theater. That was our I 8 a.m. call. I can't remember the next one. It was our 7 a.m. It was a school show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to get there for class at 8. And I remember I walked in the building at like 7.10. I was aggressively early for some reason. I don't know why. Um, And Clay comes up to me and he's like, Tara's in the hospital. She has a concussion. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. That was supposed to be their debut for Sugar, Uh which was just like devastating for them. Honestly, for everybody. We were all rooting for We were rooting for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Clay sends me that text, and then immediately I'm like, oh my god. Well, of course, I'm concerned, but also for myself, she was my cover for Snow, and then also for, we shared some Spanish shows, so I was like, oh my god, I'm going to have a heavier load. Mm -hmm. And then somebody, I I go up to the studio, and somebody goes, Rachel came in, she's feeling sick, we just told her to test for COVID, and I was like, oh my god, no, because <laughs> Rachel is my other cover yeah. for Flowers, Yeah. so I was like, if these two are out, I'm doing I every mean. single show, <laughs> I have no off shows, I have no breaks in the show, because yeah. if um, the one I have those full load shows, it's party scene into whatever I'm doing in party scene, if mm-hmm. it was Dollar Parent into Snow, into Spanish, into Flowers, into Spanish, so like, if I'm not on stage, I'm changing, Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I have to do that for the rest of this, this show. And we had, like, six shows left yeah. at this point. So I was freaking out. And then you came upstairs. Yeah, and I was wearing COVID. a mask, and I'm like, it, it's not COVID. Because you know how people are. They get, like, really worked up about these things. Yeah, we're all still PTSD. Yeah, COVID. so I'm like, I walked in class late because I was, like, waiting for my test to um, go through. And everyone's like, gives me, like, these, these like, evil, like, dirty looks. <laughs> And I'm like, geez, like, I was just saying you go with that to make sure that I was fine, like, to be around you guys. Whatever, Juliana gives me a hug. She's like, I'm so glad you're okay. <laughs> I was relieved. I um, was relieved. Then, like, that day, I, I was, like, c- coughing a lot, and it was, like, really painful in my lungs, and I was... 
I had Spanish a fever. Too. Yeah, it's Spanish to do. And I had a fever. And so I was just taking a bunch of medication. But I also didn't have an appetite. And I was like, this is not going well. Yeah. So my boyfriend and his dad were coming in that night. They're mm-hmm. flying in to see me. His dad never has seen me dance before, like, perform. And um, so I'm like, I have to get better for them. So, like, I... I mean, obviously to perform, but I'm, like, it's extra important. Like, I have people flying in. So, I, like, take a nap. I I literally, I was supposed to pick them up, and I was, like, I can't. Like, can you guys get to your hotel? Like, I need to just, like, try and sleep this off. I go and pick him up. This I have was to, in between? We had a school show, and then we We had... didn't have a night show that night. Okay, okay, It was just our school show. It was Tuesday. So, you made it through the, the first show. Yeah, I made it through the first show. And I was, like, that sucked, but, like, I'll be okay. That night, I was supposed to get dinner with them, canceled on that. My boyfriend just, like, brought me leftovers. And um, the next morning, I went in. I I woke up, and I was like, I haven't felt this sick in a long time. Like, I was miserable. Mm -hmm. I had a fever. I was, like, sitting in the dressing room on – because I was like, I'm still going. I ate, like, half a scone. Sitting in the dressing room on a heating pad, like freezing, and Juliana comes and feels my forehead, and she goes, "You're burning up." Yeah, and I was like, "Shit!" So then they're like, "You in your face too?" Like you started to look more and more pale, and like your eyes looked like darker, and I was like, "She's not well." Well, this day we just had um, a night show, but we had day rehearsal, so everyone's like, "Go to urgent care and like get antibiotics because maybe you have like bronchitis or something." Mm -hmm. So I go to urgent care. There's Were you thing. in that show? Yeah, I was in the night show. Okay. And I was, like, set on... Because his dad was coming yeah, that night. Yeah. And I... So I was, like, very set on doing it. I go to urgent was care. Was that when we came in after class and, like, you were underneath the dressing room table? No, that was just a day I had off. Oh, you were just napping I was just day. napping. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a show I had. I didn't have anything in the day. But, um... I go to urgent care and there's like everyone is sick. Like it's like a three hour wait. So I like luckily someone canceled their appointment and I was able to book an appointment so I didn't have to just wait there. So I went home, like relaxed and then went back for my appointment. But everyone like had the same symptoms as me and I was like, shit. Mm -hmm. When you went it was the oh, I know what the answer is. When you went into the CVS, um, they were like only a few cold medicines. Oh my gosh, that, it, was, it was all wiped out. Yeah, like I was like, apparently everyone's sick right now. Yeah. So um, I go back there and they give me, they're like, well, it won't be bronchitis or pneumonia because in order for it to turn into those things, you have to be sick for multiple weeks. It has to like sit in your lungs. Yeah. And they said, but you probably have the flu if you already tested for COVID. So they tested me for the flu. They're like, yeah, you have the flu. And they're like, great. I was like, okay, well, like, so he gave me Tamiflu, and he's like, this will help it shorten your symptoms. I'm like, well, I have to perform a nutcracker. Like, what can you give me? Like, how can you help me? I, I've, you know, I've been taking Shoot me this. Up, I'll I've been take taking whatever. that. And he's like, okay, what you need to do, this man, also, like, the, the amount of things he told me to take, he goes, you're going to need to take Dayquil, and then before you go on stage, take, take three ibuprofen. And then um, I'm going to prescribe you um, something to help your, hold back your cough. Take that. Take Tamiflu. And, and take I was, some heroin while you're at it. And I was like thinking around. I'm like, my stomach. Yeah. Like, like he was like, yeah, you're going to want to take 800 milligrams of ibuprofen right before you go on stage to kill the <laughs> fever. And I don't think they understand because the, like, the nurse was like, oh, I wanted to see the nutcracker. I'm like, yeah, you should go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they understand, like, how actually athletic Physically we are. Because, like... I don't think anybody if understands I had to get until you through, see like, a show. 
a photo shoot or something shorter like where I wasn't like my heart rate wasn't going up so much but at this point like I'm like I'm set on doing the show that night so I text Kathleen an update because the director's waiting to hear back I'm like this is what's going on with me and she's like rest tonight I was like but I still want to come in and then I said if and then I sent another text I said if you feel comfortable with me being there with the flu because mm-hmm. then I was like I just got the news that another girl had gotten COVID. Yeah, one of our other dancers got COVID. And so I'm like, people probably aren't going to feel comfortable with me there. They might be nervous they're going to get the flu. But above all, the crazy ballerina in you was like, it doesn't matter. I'm going on stage. No, I was like, unless I'm in the hospital, like, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And so she was like, no, don't come. And I was like, no. <laughs> but meanwhile, I'm sitting. I'm sitting, like, shivering. Yeah. Like a fever, like, Chinese <laughs> soup. Like, I'm like, I'm still going to go. But <laughs> I go back home and that night is just a terrible night like I'm throwing up like I I have like a super high fever like 100 degrees I wake up the next day and I'm like I feel like I'm gonna pass out because of COVID we do like forget that there are other sicknesses worse yeah than like what is like 2023 COVID like it's not the same and like the flu has been around forever and it's been knocking people out killing people forever and I just haven't had the flu in maybe like five years like I hadn't been that sick I cannot remember the last time I was that sick like mm-hmm. a long time so I just like in my head was thinking I would I kept texting her and be like tomorrow I'll be there <laughs> I mean I barely remember those days like I was just asleep like in and out of consciousness thank god my boyfriend was here because I don't know that I would be able to like get the things I needed I say again it's fate like it's it's yeah. when we least expect it, when we like least want it, it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> Literally, when I would wake like, up and be like, <laughs> like what, like what time is it? Where am I? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just terrible. Well, we're glad you're better. Oh yeah, so I got, I felt finally felt better. Yeah. Christmas Eve, the sh- one show I wasn't cast in, and I was like, all right, well. <laughs> There goes Nutcracker. Hey, but you still you should still be proud of the work. Like this was your first show back on stage. Yeah. From, yeah. For a while. And because of your injury. Mm-hmm. So like And I'm like, who knows? Maybe this was like divine so. intervention and like if I would have continued to go, my ankle would have yeah, snapped. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we were doing a lot of like, what is fate trying to tell us with this information <laughs> for throughout Nutcracker, throughout all of our like crisis moments. We're just like, this means something. This will this happened for a reason. And we need to trust. Like I just have to believe that this happened for a reason. <laughs> yeah, we were all saying prayers, manifesting, casting spells, just trying to make it through. It was it was a lot. And yeah, like a lot on each person. And I felt so bad because Juliana had to go in for every single flower show that I was supposed to do for yeah. second week. And I was like, oh, it honestly sorry. wasn't too bad. It was just like the I had one show where I had that load twice. Mm-hmm. So I had it in the morning, and, and then I had it in the, the evening, day. and then there wasn't... I was trying to, like, get lunch with someone in between the shows, but then I realized I had a PT appointment, and then I, like... I don't know. It was just, like, the time got away from me, and then I was like, okay, Celsius. Yeah. Immediately. I think I had, like, one and a half Celsius, because I was like, I need... I need that, was, that was probably a good decision. Yeah. But I remember, like, finishing Flowers, because it everything is challenging up until Finale. Finale, I'm like... Mm-hmm. And, like, doing... Like, for me, doing Spanish was really, really fun. Everything else was also fun, but yeah. it's... I Spanish know. felt less stressful than, like, the other core parts, for sure. Yeah. But I, it's flowers. Flowers is so technical that I was just like, oh, my God. So, yeah. But after after that second show, the flowers were done, I remember just, like, my whole body just, like, relaxed. And, like, 
I had like shivers down my leg and I was like, I'm done. I'm eating. I, remember, I don't know who was in there with me, but like, I just like, I'm sure I just didn't move for like three minutes while like somebody was taking a hair piece out of my hair, uh-huh. which oh, bless the people so in the dressing relieved. room, the rain dressing room <laughs> who helped me through those two shows. Cause that was, a, that was the, probably the toughest day. Yeah. And then after that, it was only like a few more, but again, like I love to dance. Stage mm-hmm. time is great. So like. It was more just, like, the anticipation of it all that was, like, stressful. Yeah. Of having to do it every over single and over show. And over again. But, yeah. But, like, I, it's it's still a gift to dance on stage. Mm-hmm. So, I was still grateful for all of that. Okay. Um, next topic. I would love to ask you what your New Year's resolution is. Oh. One for life and then one for dance. Okay. Um, well, honestly, one of my wants for life was to, like, care less about what people, like, think about my life and just, and just, like, do what I want more and, like, try and, like, and I'm, like, it's, it's a lot easier said than done and it takes catching especially yourself. being a girl i think we like well and in this industry too yeah but i don't know i feel like there's something about like all my friends that are girls whether they're dancers or not mm-hmm. like we're constantly like trying to um people please do you know what though huh just as common in men <laughs> yeah i i'm sure it is it's just not as like they're they're not clear. as like they probably don't express it as much like we talk about everything. I mean, that's, like, what toxic masculinity comes from, is, like, worrying about not being man enough for your father or for whoever. True. It's where all, all of us were all in the same boat where we yeah. care too much about, like, how we appear instead of just living our best life. Yeah. That's why we're so attracted. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. No, that's why we love, like, influencers who just do... And when yeah. I say influencers, I don't just mean Instagram. I mean, like, celebrities. I mean, anyone who is anyone has a following. Yeah. Yeah. Um... We always love, like, choreographers, too, when they're the most themselves. Mm-hmm. And, like, do exactly what comes out of themselves or organically. Mm-hmm. Nothing is forced. Like, it's just genuinely them. That's yeah. what, like, the human is attracted to. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's so true. And um, I think also, like, just being in my mid-20s, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm 25, and it's, like, I keep hearing again and again, and it reinforces that I'm not, like, alone in this concern but like we're constantly like okay where am I supposed to end up where where am I supposed to be like it doesn't feel right I'm not making enough money I'm not as successful as I thought I was going to be what if I would have taken this path or that path and it like it is so um draining because especially like going on Instagram which this is said time and time again but like we scroll and we see like these highlight reels of where all these other people are and then we're like comparing ourselves to them and like what they're doing with their lives mm-hmm. so it's amazing what 10 to 30 seconds can yeah have, like the effect can have honestly on i've just been like on my phone less too recently because i'm like instagram like it's it just sucks it out of me like i love tiktok <laughs> tiktok's really fun for me but um yeah Instagram's, like silly tiktok yeah memes even stuff. like watching people like organize their kitchen like it's soothing mm-hmm. i feel like my tiktok is just like what is your tiktok what's on there a lot of um there's a lot of like get ready get ready with me and it's just somebody Your doing room, doing their makeup <laughs> yeah it's, it's someone doing their makeup and like telling a story or it's like health stuff or people yeah. 
like making food, packing stuff, packing their kids' lunch. Like, <laughs> just like it's relaxing. It is. It is. It's like calming to see organization happen. Yeah. That's why they say that, like, I, maybe we're the same type of person, but like the type of like stressed that I am mm-hmm. is like I need to control everything around me. Yeah. So the best way for me to like, just like if I'm getting overwhelmed over the course of like two t- weeks to like, you know, a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> the best way for me to just immediately like begin to conquer the little stressful things in my life is to clean my room. Yeah. Spotless. Cause then I feel like, okay, <sighs> at least nice my feeling. room is like, mine's kind of in a half state of array right now. I'm mm-hmm. going to go fix it when I go back home. Cause I have, I got some new art for Christmas. So I'm like mm. excited to put that up. Yeah. But, like, for me, that's, like, the first thing that I can do to help Mm. soothe myself so that I can begin to take on, like, smaller tasks. Yeah. That's that's a good point. But I was going to try to say that in saying that, like, what humans are most attracted to is, like, like obviously, like, love and then, like, being just other people being themselves. Yeah, being your genuine self. Mm -hmm. That kind of magic. Uh Uh-huh. If there is some part of you that's like, how am I going to be successful? How am I going to make this work? How am I going to, like, get where I want, where I think I should be? Yeah. Without comparing yourself to others, have faith in the fact that when you are genuinely genuinely yourself, whether it's in the studio, Mm -hmm. when you're doing combinations, whatever it is, or when you're in choreography, this has been, like, a thing that I've been reflecting on lately, too. Mm -hmm. Have faith in that you just being you, which is, you do you, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so, like, like it feels, like, obvious. It, yeah, easier said than done but it's, again. But it's so true. Like, yeah. that's what we're going to be attracted to. That's what the director is going to be, like, <gasps> individual. Yeah. I see, well, obviously, a good technique, too, hopefully, mm-hmm. which you have. Um, I wouldn't have cast you in my ballet <laughs> if you did not have these things. But, like, you just have to trust in yourself. Yeah. Like, for me, okay. Talking about myself now. Uh-huh. I don't know if you mind, but no, <laughs> you do your and you can do yours too. Your um for your resolution. your New Year's resolution for life. Well, my New Year's maybe this one is my New Year's resolution. It's generally speaking mm-hmm. for everything. Trusting and just believing in what I have to give as an artist, uh-huh. because I the last choreographic experience that I had, I was just like constantly trying to make it good mm-hmm. and the way I gauged that was like finding little Instagram clips that inspired me and being and just comparing myself to the 10 to 40 seconds of material that they have yeah. these are choreographers who have years of experience on top of me yeah. but they inspire me so I'm like well I need to be the genius that was at at 24 she had this kind of material uh-huh. but um I just like overwhelmed myself myself and overstimulated myself and I was also burnt out yeah so I just didn't create something that I enjoyed and that was really like scarring almost in a way because then it just like really beat up like I place a lot of emphasis and like value in myself and in my identity as a choreographer mm-hmm. so if, when, when it failed because it's the first time it really failed for me like previously I've not gonna to toot my own horn but like I've created like uh audience favorites uh-huh. like so they're always kind of like oh my god I loved your piece like you can yeah. tell from the reaction that it made an impact uh-huh but this one I just didn't. And I like I wasn't happy. I wasn't totally happy with it. I mean, it it was a good piece. I thought it came out like it was fine for yeah. me personally. Yeah. And my dancers did a great job. But it just it wasn't something that I was happy with. Mm-hmm. And that really like stung. Mm-hmm. 
So going into this, I've just been like, I've had this like <clears throat> nagging fear in the back of my head, but then I realized like I just wasn't like, I wasn't improving and put giving that material to my people. I was like, what can you do with this? And then I saw this Instagram thing, and I'm gonna try to make this work yeah, into the yeah. choreography instead of just like trusting what organically comes out mm -hmm. of my brain. Yeah. So. That's, like, a personal goal, especially for the next month. And I think that's good advice for, like, other people choreographing right now. Like, even... Choreographing or going into audition season. Yeah. Like... But specifically what you were saying about, like, trying to, like, make it almost, like, not yours. Mm -hmm. Because you're not using what, like, naturally is coming to you. You're using what you're inspired by. Um, even for me, like... Or what you're for comparing my yourself to. Yeah, for my kids um, that I'm choreographing on, like... It's like, well, you about to talk about, like, your future children or something? No, the <laughs> children that I'm choreographing on yeah. right now um, for a competition piece. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm, I use, like, a lot of just, like, I don't know, like, little things that I've done in other pieces and stuff. And I've had trouble just, like, coming up with, like, natural choreography because I'm not, I don't, I honestly haven't had enough time to just have a studio and like think about it so then i'm just like pulling the first thing that comes to mind where they're standing there mm -hmm. um but yeah so i can relate to that in a way it's the little unique things about yourself it's also like i enjoy watching other choreographers i was watching clay today mm -hmm. or not yesterday i think we were in the studio and um i could see the other influences in his life mm -hmm. like i see a little bit of I can see a little bit of like Alejandro Cerruto. I can see a little bit of Balanchine. I can see a little bit of Forsyth. Like I can see all these things uh -huh. and how it makes sense to him and what he values as a Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like for me, I love seeing that too. Like uh -huh. I love seeing how, what has made this person. Who they are. Yeah. It's kind of like what Kobe was saying with clothes. Mm -hmm. How he's like, who's here today with me? And it's like, who is, whose movement is present in my brain? Uh-huh. Like even today I was kind of workshopping a phrase and, um. My friend Adele was in the room, and we have a mutual friend, Amy, who inspires us both. Amy Novak, you know who you are. Shout out. Um, she's at Bally Spartanburg, so if anybody else from there is listening, I know there are several people. <laughs> Shout out to all of you. We have a big fan base there. Um, I was doing this one move where I, like, hands on hips, and then I rotate the pelvis mm -hmm. and make a circular motion from one side to the other. And I was like, this is an Amy move, and I'm going to put it in there because of her. So, like, she is a part of it. Uh -huh. And, like, Adele was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do that, too. So uh -huh. we're both going to have, like, that little, like, piece of her yeah. there. And that goes for, like, like choreographers who have meant something to you mm -hmm. or, like, even if you haven't worked with them personally, like, the movement that has spoken to you and yeah. how it can, like, manifest in whatever you're improving and whatever you're creating. Uh -huh. That part of it is very exciting to me. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure it's exciting for other people, too, uh -huh. to see that little bit in there even with yeah. like our choreographer Yuri like you can see the Killian influences mm -hmm. which was like big for them because they did a lot of that when they were mm -hmm. at Boston Ballet and yeah and that's such a process too. yeah yeah and just like recognize like you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to create the next big movement yeah like if something comes out of you that came from the last piece of rep that you did so what let mm -hmm. it be there. Make it your own. Mm -hmm. You don't have to make it... I mean, I, I'm telling, saying all this like I'm a mo motivational speaker, but like, girl, I've been struggling with this. <laughs> even today, I was like, yeah. is it unique enough? Is it me enough? Like, how do I even know if like what I do is like pleasing enough? Like, ugh, all these little insecurities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's also, again, like trying to please so many different people instead of just focusing on like 
what do I want mm-hmm. to create? Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to figure out what you want. I'm struggling with that, like, just in life, like, in the next chapters, like, as I'm thinking about, you know, the next year and what I want, I'm like, I don't know. Like, a lot of the times I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I really feel like I don't know what I want. And, like, this is the first time, like, in the pa- like over the past year where I've had a lot of times where I'm just like, I don't know where, where I want my life to, like go in the next season or whatever mm-hmm. and it, it's hard it's hard to truly figure out like what you desire I feel like the only thing that can comfort me in this state of mind it can sort of comfort me like obviously I'm also anxious about future because this is when we start to really think mm-hmm. about it is January's like nutcracker's over now it's time to start thinking about auditions mm-hmm. and the next rep and the next person is going to come in the next you know like the next thing is always happening there's always like summer gig like i've already committed Mm. to a summer thing Uh and it's january 8th (laughs) like that's crazy but that's just like it's the industry is just like constantly it's a gear it's constantly grinding um but i was just gonna say this comes up a lot in like my yoga practices and Mm -hmm whatnot and I'm like I'm sure it comes up on your feed but like trust that the universe is not going to pass you up like Mm -hmm. you aren't going to be late for something you're meant to yeah meant to have or meant to be yeah or meant to experience like everything is already on its way and it's not going to miss you yeah no I I feel the same way because I'm a Christian and like me and my room actually we just went to church this morning and we're talking about like every day having like every morning having like a quiet time where you like pray and like you know journal and stuff and reflect and um it's it can be like because your mind is so busy and you're so clouded like the first thing that you do in the morning yeah impacts your day yeah and I'm like I'm really trying to implement I mean last year I, I did it somewhat I had like that I started off the season better with it and then like as I got more and more tired I'd sleep through mm-hmm. when I planned on having that um but like that's when I feel like you're most in tune with yourself and also like for me in tune with what God would want me to do and like his plan for my life because it's like almost like all these other noises such as social media such as like too many influences asking other people's opinion too much that's or not not good. even like asking just having unsolicited opinion yeah. as a part of your job i feel like on your identity mm-hmm. as a, like an artist in there's studio. certain friends that you can go to and like express what you're stressed about and like your life and they know you really well and they are people that like you can trust to give you good advice but you can't go to anyone and, like, go to them with these stressors or, like, what am I going to do? What should I do with my life to some people? Because they will kind of lead you in the wrong direction sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, like, I was, I met this random girl on the plane. I was talking to her about my life. And she, like, I mean, I didn't even know her. And, like, you know, I was opening up a little bit to her because we had, like, a lot of things in common. But there's, I think a lot of times, especially with girls or women, will, like, open up be really quick to open up and like ask for others opinions and advice Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just need to like not because it might like confuse you at least it does for me i think it takes a person for the advice well you never know when you're going to hear the right advice Mm -hmm. but like for me for me the advice that i most appreciate comes from people who i know are like 
in a place where they're very self-aware. Uh-huh. And you yeah. never know if that person is, like, incredibly disconnected, like, doesn't have a lot of autonomy. Like, they uh-huh. don't know. They're just, everybody's trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I'm not saying that somebody's less, like, a worse person because they can't give the right advice to yeah. me in the moment. But, like, everybody's on their own path. The people who are generally more in touch with, like, their mental health journey mm-hmm. and their, like, trust in the universe, <laughs> like... Those people, to me, I know it's not going to come from a place of, like, jealousy and comparison. Yeah, like, but, but that's what I mean. You know, kind yeah. of, like, your people that you can go to. And then sometimes you just have to, like, stop yourself from, like, trying to get everyone to help you. Mm-hmm. Because that just, in my experience, has not t- turned out well. And also, everyone doesn't want to help you. <laughs> yeah. You know? Everybody else is stressed about other things. Yeah. Their, their own lives and their own decisions. Yeah. I think the answer is always going to come from within. Yeah, no, I would agree. We're speaking very profoundly today. <laughs> we got deep, but um, yeah, always just, I think, like, the secret to life is just, like, trust your gut. You, if something feels right, it feels right. There's no Yeah, you have it. a peace about it. Yeah. And if, and if not, like, don't get stuck doing stuff that you're not happy doing. No, life's too sharp. Yeah. If this is that moment for you, if you just realize that, Go do the other thing that you've been dying to do. Yeah. If we can give you advice today, <laughs> just, like, do exactly what you've had in the back of your head. What's mm-hmm. the worst that could happen? Yeah. If it's something really bad, then, like, I, you know, consider your options. Robbing a store. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. It involves, like, ending up in prison or, like, you getting hurt. Someone or, like, hurting someone else. Yeah. Let's I mean, Maybe speak to your therapist yeah. before. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully that helps somebody. Um, but yeah, that's one of my New Year's resolutions. That's how we got started on this topic. Mm-hmm. And then my other one is to just take care of my body this year. Yeah, that's a I good did one. yoga this morning, so I'm very proud Already of myself. Already on track. Already on track. My goal is to, like, do, like, at least, like, 30 minutes of yoga. Mm-hmm. Plus, also, like, a daily meditation. That's been worked into my routine for a while. I've got, like, 10 minutes in the morning, five to 10 minutes, depending on how late I'm running. Mm-hmm. I always try to squeeze in a meditation where I just sit on a little pillow and listen to like tree music and crashing waves. <laughs> um, That's good. I don't know what my, I didn't, didn't really make one for ballet, I think. But one thing I just keep saying is I just want to enjoy dancing no matter what is going on in the studio, which normally I do a pretty good job about. I like tend to like enjoy class a lot um but as I go back into this new year I'm like I don't know I'm feeling like weirdly burnt out so I'm hoping that I get like I'm really excited because I'm I'm gonna be in Julie on this piece that she's choreographing and I feel like I'm excited to go back because of that and um I should be. I'll have more like rehearsal time to dance yeah. which I haven't had a ton of and like this spot year. so we have a Sorry, didn't mean to talk over you. No, that's, like, really all I have to say. Um, yeah, enjoying dance yeah. in the studio, the um, physicality of it. I think you will. I think you'll find that. Well, one, I think that an easy way to get there is to be cast. Like, yeah. because, not just to not be – I'm not saying <laughs> no, that you weren't cast, true. but, like, to be a first cast. Yeah. Because – that already instills that, like, you are wanted. Yeah, you are wanted. and you're going to be worked with. Yeah. yeah. Like, more than anything, like, you're going to be actually, like, in the room, used from the beginning, not on the side, constantly. Oh, oh my gosh, like, I'm realizing, like, 
It's been so long yeah. since I've actually been in that position. I mean, Nutcracker's kind of different because, like, we already knew the choreography and, like, mm-hmm. you just kind of go into the... It's not like being, you know... There's a lot of play. There's a lot yeah. of, like, you know, company politics and then there's, like, on top of this, like, you know, rankings and how, yeah. how long you've been there, seniority and, like... And like, the and my injury too, yeah. like not being able to fully dance for like a big chunk of the season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot. But I'm but. saying that when you have that already, mm-hmm. there's a certain level of confidence that you can just build up off of. Yeah. So I hope that this is that for you, where you Me get too. to just like take that and run with it. Because when I started choreographing this, I like I didn't know who I wanted, but mm-hmm. I know for certain parts I had you in mind. so like the movement was already like you already inspired me Mm -hmm. with your work and you as an artist that's so sweet (laughs) (laughs) so like know that like there's already a part of you instilled yeah so like Mm -hmm. you get that little extra confidence because you're first cast but then also because you're a muse of mine and did you all hear that (laughs) (laughs) um and directors and directors listening i am a muse and i am looking thank you Yes. yes. So, like, just, I'm excited no, for I'm, you to I'm experience I'm excited that. to, like, be in the studio with you, and I'm really excited to do your work, because I've always wanted to, like, I love watching you do your choreography Aww. and work on those things, so. Thank you. I'm going to trust myself. Yeah. And I'm going to just let whatever comes out of me come out of me. Yeah. Live what we were just preaching. Yeah, seriously. Take it in and obviously absorb like, it. Yeah. Taking my own words. It's hard. It's harder than it's not harder than it sounds but like easier said than, than done. done exactly so yeah but what's we're gonna make it happen i've knocked out like i think like i've at least placed 75 percent of like the most anxiety ridden part of it for me mm-hmm. today so i feel That's good great. about that yeah that doesn't mean like choreography is set but that means i know what i want to do with mm-hmm. it and i can build off of that yeah. and i've got tons of time this week <sighs> So I'll talk to you next week, and we'll let you know how it's been going. We'll let you know how it's going, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had a dream, a stress dream last night. This is tea. Or not, was it last night? Maybe two nights ago. Where I had no semblance, like, I had absolutely no idea who my identity was, who my identity was, what my identity was. So, like, I went to sleep. It was, like, this feeling of having absolutely no idea who you are. That's terrifying i feel like people talk about this when they do drugs i think it's called like an ego death or something but i don't know if i experienced it in a dream state for what felt like a full 15 minutes of like having absolute blankness Mm -hmm. like not knowing my hair color not knowing how like you couldn't even look at yourself in the mirror like you just were blank everything felt blank i like didn't know how i would respond i had like had forgotten all parts of my personality (laughs) it was kind of trippy because i remember like I remember knowing that I was dreaming, Mm -hmm. but it took me a second to like snap out of it because I had, I don't know, guys, if somebody can diagnose me, please (laughs) tell me, but it definitely came from a place of like underlying anxiety and stress for this. That's totally an anxiety dream. But it was like, it was an odd experience because I like couldn't tell you like, like it was like, I didn't even know my, my, I knew what my body looked like from my perspective. Like if I was looking down at my hands, Uh I know what it looked like. But I couldn't tell you, like, like I didn't know how to, like, act like myself. Like, I didn't know what kind of qualities. Like, the yeah. qualities that I could list you right now. Like, I'm extroverted. I'm outgoing. Yeah. Like, I'm very creative. I'm talkative. I have bleach blonde hair. And I'm five foot ten. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, for those of you who haven't met me, that's me. <laughs> uh, but 
I could like I could explain myself to you. I could give you a little mm-hmm. rundown. I had like no idea. Like to my soul, in my soul, I was like blank, yeah. like white space. Like it was odd. That's weird. That sensation, I I don't know if it was like a, I don't know what it means, but it happened. So <laughs> little fun tidlet, tidlet, <laughs> fun tidlet for you. That was titillating. Titillating tidlet. Um, yeah. Here's four for nothing. All right. Off the SZA album. What's your favorite song? The SOS album. Um, the Sauce album. <laughs> Wait, let me look really quick and tell you, because I'm not... Oh, it's... Um, no. Notice nobody. Me? No, nobody gets me. Yes, yeah. Nobody gets me or love language. I think actually love language is my favorite. Okay. I No, it's one of those. I listened to the whole album twice and I think the two well, Kill Bill obviously sounds popular. I need a bang And then Notice Me I like. Mm-hmm. And what's the one where she's like I have acne bumps, skin bumps or something like that where my beauty mark should be I don't know. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Anyway, it's feel there's a lot of like teenage angst in it, and I kind of like that. Yeah, and I like. I want to know like what she was going through. Like I want to know like more about her life yeah. after listening to that album. I feel like that's the mark of a true artist. You're like, yeah, you know. but that that goes back to the same thing. Is like she's singing about like her. You can like you can tell like yeah. I mean, and her experiences. Yeah, and you can tell she says a lot. Like I don't. In a couple songs, like when she's singing about her lover, whoever. Yeah. I don't want to see you with anybody but me. And I just kept thinking, like, like what's the line? It's like, I'm, just, I'm not trying to be your girlfriend. I'm just trying to be your person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm like, that is so relatable for so many um people. But she just takes it to such an extreme, like with Kel Bell too. And and it's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. damn, this girl. I was just thinking, like. Damn, this girl, like, she has some, um, what's, like, what's the word? Some issue where she just cannot share. Like, not, like, that she needs to share her lover, but, like, she cannot handle them, like, possessive. possessive. She is possessive, okay? From her songs, I was thinking, she's just, like, a bit possessive. (laughs) She just, like, will kill someone if they're not with her anymore. She just can't handle it. But, yeah. People can relate, though. Relatable. Okay, two more quick things. Yes. What is one thing you're thankful for for 2022? Maybe a lesson, oh. a physical item. Um, I'm thankful for my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like really great. And shout out to you, Zach. You've got yeah, a lot of mentions in this episode. <laughs> well, I've also helped save the last so. episode. Oh yeah. Before, so you you rock. Yeah. Right. This one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> we dedicate this episode to Zach. To Zach. But um. Yeah, I'm just thankful for him because, like, I've had, like, a lot that I've gone through this year. A lot of ups and downs. And, like, mm-hmm. he's just kind of my rock and, like, always makes things fun and, like, <laughs> just knows how to cheer me up and also loves to tell me, like, whatever you want, babe. And I'd love <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> we, love, we love that. Get what you want. I so, have to say. How about you? Mine, I think, would also just be, like my friends yeah like the people in my life yeah because i i feel like i 
had a four-year-long relationship prior to coming to Rhode Island, which was yeah, last season. That's so crazy. And I, I forget about that. Yeah, I didn't realize... Like, it wasn't like it was, like, super fresh, but it mm-hmm. was four years of my life that I was, like... And four years of my identity that had I tied to somebody else that yeah. I was undoing. Like, I went through a whole... I feel like I went through a little glow-up after. I mean, mm-hmm. and that was before I even met you guys. But mm-hmm. um, still, it was just, like... I'm, I'm a really slow processor. Uh-huh. So, like, processing all of that over, like, a year and a half. I think I also just was used to, like, not trusting... This is deep. Okay, this is not a four-for-nothing topic. <laughs> but um, not, like, trusting my friends with information, like, on my emotional state. Aww. Not because I don't, I don't trust them, but, yeah. like, I had always kind of thought like that's information that I save for For your boyfriend yes because I'm like not everybody's supposed to know that and like I'm not like super emotional around my family too so like Mm. I had prior to that relationship I had never really shared much about my yeah like emotional state Mm -hmm. on like I don't know more stressful things in life like the deeper things that you like really have to sit down and like process and talk out yeah so like I think that was what I learned in that relationship, that it's okay to share that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then post that, I did this, like, 90-day change-your-life thing, which I've talked about. And that really did. And then really being here and, like, being with, like, you, Andrew, Alex, mm-hmm. Tara, Aud- like, all of these people who I'm sure we've mentioned a million times on the yeah. podcast. Like, learning to trust those people in my, like, immediate inner circle uh-huh. with my emotional state and my like yeah. my inner thoughts that like I used to think nobody's supposed to hear uh-huh. and then also like going to therapy and stuff like that like yeah. that having that presence in my 2022 changed a lot for me mm-hmm. and like really helped me realize like what type of person I am and like oh, that's how special like the people are around me yeah. and like how you can really like love okay this is oh my god so deep <laughs> how you can like love your platonic relationships yeah. and the people in your life absolutely it doesn't just have to be like this like super secret I mean I felt like also last year we got so close like we had um me you Alex and Andrew like Especially together like, the end of the season yeah and like I remember like Christmas like we all woke up Juliana slept in my bed Christmas Eve and we woke <laughs> slept up slept in my bed I slept with you yeah Jeez. well like Oh, I guess I just assumed people know I was there. We slept together <laughs> Christmas Eve and, like, um, woke up Christmas morning with Andrew slept on the floor because he's too long for the couch. And, like, we all woke up and, like, we had Christmas Eve dinner and, like, a made br- brunch together. And it was, like, for the first time because I never spent it away from my family and I was, like, really scared to. Honestly, I was, like, it's going to be so sad. But, like, we made our own family our here. Our chosen family. Yeah, and... I don't know, there's just so many times where, like, we we were having tough times, but we, like, pulled out of it by doing fun things together. Like, when we did all the bowling. And the euphoria-themed bowling. Yeah, yeah, and we have our euphoria nights. Like, we just found all of these ways. And, like, we were all kind of, like, almost, like... It was seasonal depression. Yeah, and pro- processing depression. leaving college and yeah. what our college lives were. Like, that's yeah. hard. And, and COVID, too. Like, processing, like, all the, all the things we lost during COVID and, like, coming back and this being our all of our first years in a professional company. Like, mm-hmm. a real season. Everyone together. And, like, Andrew kind of decided maybe it wasn't for him. And, like, talking that lifestyle, like, talking him through that. And, like, like it was just... 
we all went through a lot together and I feel I, like we had like a friends moment yeah like friends I, as in the tv show yeah literally like it was I don't know so many great memories mm-hmm. and I had just moved from Pittsburgh where I had like a small amount of friends and like I had it didn't have as many close relationships to people in the studio mm-hmm. so like coming here and having that was so like oh, it was just awesome yeah and I feel like we've created like a really really open supportive environment here yeah, but we miss Andrew. <laughs> yeah, on a daily. Andrew, come back. Andrew. <laughs> okay, last really silly thing. That was really, like, sweet and loving. <laughs> um, what's your favorite, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, oh my God, this is a perfect question for right now because, um, <laughs> so, I me and Zach both, well, he loves karaoke. I don't like Wait, it as much. Next time he visits, we need to go do karaoke. So we decided we, our song, because we just did it in the Cayman Islands. I um, think we need to have a karaoke party. Yeah. Let's do it. First weekend of the shows. It's it's fun. Yeah, I'm down to do karaoke party. Karaoke, what were we calling it? Karaoke and gnocchi. <laughs> oh, okey smoky pokey. Karaoke. And gnocchi. Gnocchi. And with gnocchi. Gnocchi has to be involved. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing it without gnocchi. If it's karaoke with not gnocchi and we're not silly, I don't want to be there. Yeah, no. <laughs> we, like, buy one of those old machines. Like, Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, we did Rocket Man, the Elton John song. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Um, but I've always wanted to perform by myself, 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Oh, we're so making that happen. So I'm going to bring my cowgirl boots. Okay. And <laughs> I'm going to practice. Okay. As my boyfriend says, like, you need to practice in the and car teach before. Do you vocal warm-ups in the car? Yeah. And, and like, you need to sing it without the background music and, like, yeah, and we're going to do the freaking... Zach and I are singing acapella t- backup for you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, he loves being. I'm like, I'm like, wow, he really loves being like the, the center, center of attention. Because <laughs> yeah. like when I see him up there, I'm like, geez, like yeah. I'm like up f- filming in the front, <laughs> and I like performing, but I honestly am not a huge center of attention person. Like I notice when people draw a lot of, um, like draw a lot of attention to me, I get like, I'm like, stop looking at me, like I get like shy, like. <laughs> So I like to be on stage, but then I don't want people to be like in my face, center of attention. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's yours? Well, Alex and I, oh. Alex Jones and I did. Um, is it I'm still in love? No. Uh, so in love with you by Al Green, whatever that is. <laughs> I hope you could hear yeah. that. What is that song called? Alex, what is the song called? So I'm so in love with you. Is that what it is? I think it's that. It's Let's stay together. <gasps> Let's stay together. It's Al such Green. a feel good song. Yeah, yeah, that one's that one's okay. Definitely like a solid memory of mine. Also, 2022 memory of mine. Um, and then. I thought about this, and I would love to do Love in This Club by Usher. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it. Okay, and you're wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Wanna make love in this club. Hey. In this club. Hey. In this club. That one, and then, like, I want to do a group version. Corinne and I got on, we didn't get on the mic, but we just started singing with the speaker at the end of the last party that we had at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, always remember you this way. Oh. Lady Gaga. So yeah. So we're having a karaoke party. You're all invited. I'll drop the Addy in the on the Instagram. Also, when someone sings shallow, when people do at shallow, we're all singing. 
If that song comes on, we're all up. That song, um, my friends that we were in the Canton with, Cayman Islands with um, Faith and Robbie, they did a duet right as the New Year hit, singing, karaoke singing that Oh my that god, song. they had a, a Zach and Vanessa, wait, Zach and Zach Gabriella. And, no, yeah. Zach and Gabriella. Troy and Gabriella. Well, Zach Efron and Vanessa yeah, yeah. Hudgens. Troy and Gabriella moment. But Troy and Gabriella. And they were singing it, and I was literally like, this is Trust in Pixie does. Because this could be the start of something new. <laughs> okay. Happy 2023. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>